Hello and welcome to a Untitled Podcast. I am Brady Fredericks and here at The Ledger. Uh, we've got a special kind of conversation here today. Uh, I'm with Neil Duncan from Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball considering today is opening day, even if you're not listening today. Uh, Neil, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank you. It's fun. Uh, you know, we've got this nice little setup here and, you know, we're moving our offices and whatnot over here, but it's fun to kind of sit down and talk about baseball before we get to, you know, the actual stuff because for what the entire month of february and march that's pretty much what our county is is baseball 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 absolutely and uh, we're very blessed to have recruited some uh, some of the events or a lot of the events that are coming in here and of course you can't think about baseball without talking about the tigers and that long-standing relationship uh, between the detroit tigers the city of lakeland polk county and and you know being one of the major league baseball teams here in the state of florida that uh, does their spring training Right, and so what do you guys do over there to kind of facilitate these events, whether it's the Tigers, whether it's Russ Matt, whether it's any kind of little thing that comes in here? Yeah, so the Tigers obviously have been here a lot longer than uh, Polk County right. Tourism <laughs> Sports Marketing has been in existence. I believe this is what the third, eighty second, eighty third year uh, of the it's, Tigers. It's getting close to a hundred, which is pretty wild. Well, with the new agreement, uh, the renovation that was done last year at Publix Field at Joker Martian Stadium, uh, they will have been here over a hundred years right. with that new agreement. Uh, so, but there is a relationship there, and it's a, a longstanding relationship between uh, Polk County uh, Tourism and Sports Marketing and the Tigers, and continues to get better, whether it's locally with the Lakeland Flying Tigers, uh, the promotions of spring training, or actually being in Comerica promoting uh, visitation to Lakeland, to Polk County uh, to see the Tigers. In fact, we actually have a kiosk in Comerica Park. Uh, We have a marketing partnership with the Tigers. Uh, So you continuously, um, you know, if you you went up to uh, Michigan, you don't have to say Central Florida as far as identifying the brand you know they know where lakeland's at they know where polk county is at because think about this unless you're older than what let's say 85 years old you've been coming to polk county or becoming to lakeland that entire time to watch spring training to to see the tigers so they certainly know uh where lakeland is where polk county is but you have to continue to build on that brand on that marketing uh the renovation obviously a big push to let people know uh public's field or actually let's go back joker marchant stadium is not what it used to be now it's public's field at at joker marchant stadium so uh you have to continue to uh put that brand in front of them and it's been an exciting time in Polk County with all the things that have changed. So uh, to answer the first part of your question, it's quite a bit uh, with the Tigers. Uh, and then if you look at Russ, Matt, and recruiting uh, that, because remember at one time there were three major league spring training teams in Polk County. Right. There was the Royals, uh, the Indians, uh, and of course the Tigers. Yep. When the Indians went to Arizona um, some years ago, it left a huge, you know, Gap as far as that in economic impact into the Winter Haven, the east side of the county, and, and Polk County in general. Uh, so there was an effort uh, by tourism and sports marketing, uh, and then a partnership with the city of Auburndale to uh, actually. Uh, create uh, the baseball component of the Lake Myrtle Sports Park and then use the resources that were already in place at the Channel Lake Stadium in Winter Haven uh, to effectively replace what was lost with the Indians going to, to Winter Haven. Right, and we'll start with Russ, Matt, because that's something that you know kind of is quietly in the background a little bit in terms of you know we, we, we write about it and you know there's so many teams here I think uh, this year I believe it was what over 200 teams came in yeah 230 plus right and they're occupying Lake Myrtle Sports Complex which is a great complex and then they're at Chain of Lakes which is you know I would imagine as a, as a college baseball player knowing that like the Boston Red Sox and the Cleveland Indians once play in the same field you're playing on that's probably pretty cool too 
Um, you know, but they really kind of spread out and occupy so much that, you know, during that month and month and a half, I mean, if you drive anywhere during the day on a weekday in Polk County, you're probably going to drive by a Russ Matt game. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I say this quite a bit this time of year because tax day is coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, those uh, the, tra- the traffic might be heavier. Uh, the lines your favor- favorite restaurant uh, might be longer. Right. <laughs> uh, but don't be upset about that. It's, it's not an inconvenience. Welcome that because visitors, tourism, sports and special events are the reason we don't pay personal income tax in the state of Florida because the amount of money that tourism brings into the state. So embrace them while they're here. Uh, But to your (laughs) point, uh, certainly the hotels and and, uh, the vacation rental homes as well. Yeah. Uh, There's a large uh, uh, grouping, if you will, the I-4 and 27 area. Uh, And there's other areas. There's vacation homes. But um, one of the great things, many there's many great things here in Polk County, but the uh, the location obviously is fantastic right. uh, where we are. Uh, but we're very affordable too, um, and we're also seeing um, in a, a great effort by uh, Tracy Garcia and, and, and some of the other staff, at tourism, sports, marketing, uh, a real emphasis on economic development and uh, sub- supply side development for the hotels and the motels, and you know. It's just a great time to be in Polk County, and you put all that together, and you'll see why things are going so well. Right, and I think it was. I think this was a story from. Uh, actually, she's walking right by Marilyn Meyer, one of our reporters. She was at an Auburndale uh, commission meeting a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they talked about the impact uh, Russman had them and there, and that was essentially that you know with fifteen thousand ish participants and mm-hmm. family members and coaches and people from universities reserving like thirty thousand hotels and like you said, room nights. It's yeah. not just the hotels; it's the sure. it's the condos, it's the everything. You know, it comes out to about twenty eight million dollars in economic impact, which is you know, and th- that's all considered. That you know these aren't games where people are, you know, paying to go watch. This is just the actual events coming here and using our area for what they're doing. Yeah, there's so you have your impact, your direct impact, and then you have uh, some other impact, kind of the non-indirect impacts that uh, uh, those numbers can can grow even more because you know, for you, when you go somewhere, Brady, what are you going to do? You got to find a place to stay. Yep, you're going to go somewhere to eat and typically visitors like to go where the locals are going so there's a big effort to make sure that that information's out there again you go back to what's the difference between the relationship with the tigers and those spring training fans and and uh fans in some ways it's very different in other ways it's very similar because you're trying to get that information to them um and you also uh people are going to shop they're going to buy goods and services and so not only is it the bed tax that's being collected uh that tourism sports money excuse me, tourism and sports marketing operates off of, but it's also sales tax. So it, you talk about those numbers and how they continue to grow yes. and almost like a snowball as it gets larger and larger, but absolutely. Well, you know, what's funny is, you know, I've mentioned it, I feel like I mentioned every time I'm on something, but, you know, I'm from Michigan and obviously the Tigers, that whole connection is there with Lakeland. Right. And, you know, what's funny when you look at Russ Matt is there's, you know, whatever, 200-odd teams, so it's there's so many teams and there are so many situations where, you know, 25 of those teams are small colleges from Michigan and chances are all those people or most of those people, especially the baseball players and their families are probably Tigers fans. So you kind of almost get this overlap where, where it may be a small portion, but Russ Matt bringing these teams down, these teams come down here and it's like, Hey, the Tigers played two games this week and we're off both days. Well, let's go to the game. So then you've got And there's certainly an effort to make sure that those connections are made. Yeah, and it's certainly not just some sort of coincidence. No, it's not. But the fact that that kind of – that works as a good transition. So we go to the, you know, spring training. Obviously, you know, the Tigers this year, like we mentioned, you know, it's been such a consistent, long thing that's, you know, proceeded. 
you know, everything we've talked about so far, but, um, you know, yeah, I mean the new stadium, it's been, you know, now two Springs and mm-hmm. it's obviously, you know, I, I would say I haven't seen the one in West Palm beach. That's probably the second newest in the grapefruit league, but mm-hmm. you know, Joker Merchant stadium or public's field that Joker Merchant stadium has to be, you know, at the top of all of those spring stadiums and, you know, here and in Arizona. Well, and I would say this, uh, I want to say kudos to a lot of people, you know, the state of Florida obviously came in mm-hmm. with support of it. Uh, tourism, sports, marketing, the, the board of County commissioners for Polk County, uh, see the vision. They've embraced the vision yeah. that is, you know, you have to look way down the road, uh, and to see that vision to, to fund some of these projects. And of course the city of Lakeland, their long-term, uh, commitment to the Tigers, the Tigers themselves, um, their commitment, but you put all that together, uh, uh, and it, it's funny, I, I, I kind of got caught on a word you just said uh, when you said new stadium. Because it truly feels like, because it it's, re- it it's a renovation. It's a renovation, but it feels but like it feels entirely like a different. brand yes. new stadium. And I think one of the neat things about uh, what they've done, of course, you don't lose contact with the game unless you go actually underneath the right. concourse. But there's there's you know food and beverage and things like I mean, that. You can make a lap. That's you can part. absolutely make a lap and never lose contact with the game, uh, the fan experience, all the different areas there are for group battling some so you you were talking about some of those teams you know maybe the whole team is up on the pepsi porch or maybe there's a alumni group that's in town watching uh their team play at rust map but they're over there at a tigers game because they're from the michigan area so certainly a lot of connections and i think (laughs) one of the hardest things to do is is to just gauge because there's so much activity going on it's it's more than just going to watch because i mean it's an experience previously it was you go to the watch the baseball game or you sit on the grass and watch baseball game or you maybe are not seeing it because you're behind now you're like watching your kids jump around on the giant tiger at the batter's eye or you're yeah. you know you're walking around just to explore it and you know that's the kind of the cool thing is that you get that experience when you go to a big league stadium because there's so much going on and now you know obviously a smaller scale here but same thing there's more than just the game and that's kind of what sporting events are today is it's more than just what's happening you know in front of you a lot of times well and i think it's also a commitment to the fans not only that but also the tigers kudos to them for uh, engaging the fan safety with putting the nets up all the way down right. and they did, and weren't even told they had to they went ahead and just did it and uh, so uh, i think you're probably guilty of it i know i'm guilty of it even if we're at the game we're still on our devices because we might be capturing that mobile to be social yeah. and, and sending it out there hey you know everybody in michigan i'm down here in <laughs> lakeland and we love that we love yeah. it but they're maybe not necessarily paying attention all the a time ball can catch it pretty quick. Exactly. Yes. So, uh, again, kudos to the Tigers for embracing that. Uh, but what a win-win uh, partnership that has been uh, for the city of Lakeland, for Polk County, and and just appreciate the the elected officials who have embraced that and made sure that we have, uh, using your words, a new stadium. Right, yeah. And, I mean, the, the Great Free League itself, there's 15 teams. Um, you know, I know I saw this according to a study last year from the Florida Sports Foundation. Uh, you know, they drew 1.6 million spectators, uh, most of them non-residents, which checks out considering, yeah. you know, Florida and it's uh, snowbird tendencies uh, but I mean it brings in 10,000 seasonal jobs I mean if you think about a Tigers game if you go you know everybody in the bright t-shirt is working in some capacity and that sure. doesn't include you know people who come in you know people behind the scenes the the people that come from Detroit to come down to I mean that's the thing is it's you know they kind of it's kind of like a circus in that way and that they kind of just roll into town and then everything's here for a month and then they pack up the trucks and they're gone all of a sudden and that's you know that was what a week or two days ago three days ago and it was just like well they're back in 
Now we're back to normal. Well, but but here's the thing. I'll, I'll combat that just a little bit because it's actually a year-round operation for them it now. And, and now they even have their war room. They have their Major League Baseball draft. Uh, it happens there at Publix Field at uh, Jerk March Stadium with the front office. Kevin's back mm-hmm. down. Uh, they're here for quite a bit. But I think the neat thing about it is, you know, if somebody's doing rehabilitation, they're sending them down to Lakeland, yep. the operation. So the other component of that is the fact that, as I said earlier, you know, unless you're 85 years or older – You've known Lakeland to be where the Tigers do their spring training. Right. So many people have come to a spring training game at uh, here in Lakeland, and they end up retiring in this area. So not only did they have an economic impact to Polk County when they were here vacationing. They become a part of it. Then they become a part of the fabric of the community, which, right. you know, those numbers are all great, and they're huge uh, in economic impact, but they're so much greater than what we actually see as far yeah. as just thinking of spring training as a small six, seven, eight-week period because of examples of that. Right, yeah, and I mean, you know, from a fan perspective, when you look at people who – and I don't think that any any major league team looks at their affiliate like the Lakeland Flying Tigers are here as a, you know, a cash cow where they're trying to sell out the stadium all the time. But, you know, on the other side – you know, when you look at teams like that and you look at players who come through the minor leagues that eventually, you know, make it to the majors and turn into those stars that you will pay to go see in Detroit, you know, the good thing about Lakeland being the hub of everything now is that you're more likely to see those top guys come through here because they have the major league caliber, this, and, you know, everything is high end. And it's not just like, you know, I, I remember a couple of years ago when they were renovating the stadium, the Fine Tigers played at Henley Field. Yeah. And that must have felt like, you know, those guys must have been watching that new stadium pop up and been like, dang, we can't play in that place, but we've got to go play. <laughs> yeah. We're playing. The coolest thing about Ty Ka- or about Henley Field for a Tigers players is probably that Ty Cobb once played there too. But, like, outside of that, I mean. Well, it was like your point earlier about the, the Russ Matt players playing over there at Channel Lake Stadium. Yes. So equivalent. A little experience. bit, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> but I think that does play into it too. And I think, you know, I've talk to people you know people have tweeted me about you know the flying tigers and when they announce their roster and you kind of see some names that might be big sometime you know some names that aren't but like you know there's a rookie they have named alex fiedo who came from florida Mm -hmm. and people here know him and if he came here which would be likely considering the situation and how nice everything is here and how that's where that's where you'd want you put your top kid people would want to go see that sure don't forget it wasn't too many years ago a young man named justin verlander was pitching for the lakeland flying tigers That's true. So they come through here it literally when they say uh the stars of tomorrow it's true it it, it certainly is true and uh it, it just you know the, the whole thing the the economic impact of baseball um the marketing partnership with the tigers uh russ matt baseball uh the opportunity you know if you look at some of the other things we have uh, baseball alone is of course, we talked about about twenty million or so right. from Russ, Matt. Um, another ten million uh, from other baseball-related events that have been recruited into Polk County. That is not even including the Tigers. Right. I mean, you guys. Impact. I mean, you guys have. I don't know if it still is out at Lake Myrtle, but there was always the uh, the homeschool baseball. Yeah, getting ready to come back thing, again. Yeah. And that's a perfect example of going after and recruiting something because uh, the Homeschool World Series, and I think I, I'm going to misspeak when I say this, probably five or six years maybe, four or five years. Four or five years that they've been coming. I've been here, yeah. Yeah. So that event, not all states will allow you, if you're homeschooled, to compete at your local high school that you're right. zoned for. And so it's a grouping of uh, all the rest of these states that don't allow that. They, they create these teams, and so they end up with these teams. And we have teams literally coming from all over the country. Yeah. And guess what? The great thing about Homeschool World Series is, it's during the week because guess <laughs> what they they're homeschool. not a school <laughs> so and, and and we say that laughingly but it's so true right uh, when you're able to diversify your portfolio and to add uh, 
events, and that's kind of our charge with tourism sports marketing, at events where there might be a, I don't want to say a slow time because anymore it doesn't seem like it ever slows down, but a, a, an opportunity where you can place an event that's going to create more economic impact in a certain month or a certain uh, period of the calendar, it's a win-win opportunity. Right. And, you know, the one thing that's kind of interesting to me, and we've you mentioned, you know, the, the agreement the Tigers have, well, they'll be here over 100 years by the time their contract ends, is that. You know, 15 teams in the Grapefruit League, and I mean, mm-hmm. they're really, you know, like you said, there were, at one point we had three here, right. and then we had the Reds that were just down the road in Plant City. So really four within a half hour of each other, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you kind of look at it, and it's starting to kind of branch out a bit. I mean, obviously half the teams are in Arizona, and then you have really this, the central Florida-ish Bay Area kind of thing with the Tigers in Lakeland, the Braves are at Disney, mm-hmm. uh, the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Phillies all play in the Tampa Bay Area and the Braves are, I believe, are leaving. I'm not sure where they're leaving to, but this is their last year at Disney. Um, and then you've got teams in the Bradenton, Sarasota, Fort Myers, Port Charlotte era, and then you have the ones down by the Miami area. And so, you know, some of those teams share facilities, and I know that other teams have approached the Tigers in the past about that, and they've always been against it just because it's kind of, you know, this is this city is the Tigers' town, and literally Tiger Town. So, I mean, it's branded among that. But, you know, when you look at these things, I think it's just, it just shows the commitment Lakeland has to the Tigers and vice versa to mm-hmm. show that they want to stay here when there's other teams that are moving maybe to a a better place in you know Miami area or you know in the Fort Myers area things like that and it kind of you know obviously it's going to hurt travel for players having to ride the bus a little longer now but it's just interesting that Lakeland has held steadfast in Central Florida where other teams have left. Well, and I think it's at the end of the day, or the start of the day, however you want to look at it, it's all about relationships. Yeah. And uh, that's certainly been true with tourism and sports marketing and, and working with groups to uh, recruit events here to Polk County. But it's very true with the Tigers and the city of Lakeland. And I think to your point, you know, there's been a lot of city commissions over the years. There's been a lot of county commissions. There's been a lot of city managers. There's been not a lot, but, you know, you see my point right. that I'm making. A lot of people over the years that have all stayed with the same focus of uh, making sure that Detroit Tigers are part of Lakeland, part of Polk County. And when you build a brand for 80 plus years, like I said, you go to Michigan, you don't have to say we're in central Florida. You don't have to give any of the qualifiers of where you're we're at. We're in that city between Orlando and Tampa. It, it, right. Exactly. You don't have to do any of those, any of those things. And you know, we were talking about before we came on, uh, sometimes it's confusing when you wake up a day to which brand you're actually representing because <laughs> in the state of Florida, we're Polk County sports marketing, right? Outside of the state of Florida, we're central Florida sports marketing because you know, there's, I think seven, eight Polk counties in the country. So you right. have to identify yourself. Um, uh, but, on the tourism side, we're always visit Central Florida, and there's a reason for that. If we get them to the Central Florida brand, and we can get them thinking that way, then we can show them exactly who we are and what we are. Uh, but back to it, when you build a brand for 80 plus years in an area, you've got to continue that, and and that's what makes this marketing partnership even better. That we're consistently up there in Comerica Park promoting. You know, people may not be thinking about spring training necessarily, and um, uh, what. June, July, August, right? September. They're thinking, but but having that mess, you know, if you keep that brain in front of them, on top of what's already been built for eighty-five years, it just it lends to more visitation. And that's the thing too, as you mentioned that, and I know that there are some places you look at the long-standing relationships. I know when you go to, you know, when you go to Tampa, you don't really see it as like the Yankees town, obviously, because they're just kind of a part of a big city. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of the outlier of all these spring training towns is that Tampa is by far the biggest one in Florida, but you look at like 
Dunedin. If you go to Dunedin during spring training, it feels just like kind of how Lakeland gets really tigered out during that time. Dunedin's the same way. And I think it kind of comes back to, I'm sure the people up in Toronto have the same kind of thing where they know where Dunedin, Florida is because where the Jays go, just like the people in Detroit know where Lakeland is. Whereas, you know, the Houston Astros who just moved from Kissimmee down to West Palm Beach. I doubt anybody in Houston was like, man, we got to get to Kissimmee one of these years. <laughs> and that's nothing against Kissimmee, but I think that just goes to the, the relationship like you mentioned. And maybe that even goes with the Braves and you know Disney is that you know no one from Atlanta is going to Disney specifically to watch the Braves play a spring training game they're going to Disney because it's Disney whereas you come to Lakeland you're coming here because this team brought you here well and it goes back to do you want to do a hundred things okay or do you want to do 50 things really well right and I think that again just going back to it I think the county and, and the Lakeland and the Tigers and the whole partnership and even with Russ Matt Russ Matt's been here for a number of years and, and working with them and making sure it gets right so as I said a few moments ago it's all about the relationships and making sure that that relationship is very you know uh, the communication is very clear and, and everybody is uh, kind of focused on the same thing and that certainly has been the case and I think that's why you see the continuous success that we've had. Right. And then, you know, the last thing here, and I won't have, and I'm waiting for these numbers still. The Florida Sports Foundation traditionally releases spring training attendance numbers at the end of the year. Um, and they have to kind of go through a process of verifying what they have with each MLB team. Um, and I just, this is just from an observation from being there this year, is it seems like, and maybe it's because the stadium is just larger, um, but, you know, the Tigers had a 300 fan drop in their average attendance last year that was consistent with the rest of the league though so it wasn't a tigers problem per se it was a grapefruit league problem and i would imagine just speculating that that would probably be another thing this year and it kind of trends to the same issue that teams have at the you know at their main level where people just don't go to sporting events as much you know and and i don't know you know there's a lot of reasons for maybe why people don't go to a tigers game in detroit and it might be the weather it might be the fact they can watch it on tv from you know from the comfort of their own home but you know spring training it just seems weird that people would less people would go to games considering the weather is literally the best it could possibly be in florida in march and you're always in a good seat and the price is rarely you know bad and that's pretty consistent among all things just kind of it's curious i'm curious to see why that would be a trend because it seems like from last year to potentially this year it could be another one yeah and and like you waiting for the numbers but uh i think i think you're spot on the first thing you said it's hard to tell it's hard to gauge now at the right. public field at jerk march stadium because there's so much open space now so you know you might have a ticket to be in the bowl area but you might be out on the runway for half the game, so right. it, it's hard to – it's not really squeezing everybody in the same area, the so it's berm hard is, to – The berm is never just a mound of humans anymore because there are thousands so of many other seats areas. other places to stand, right. Yeah, and I also think that maybe uh, maybe there's a correlation in, uh, between – it seems like Major League Baseball has been trying to push the schedule to start earlier. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if that trend continues, it'll be interesting to see how things play out because – Typically, that's being done, but the spring training, or not spring training, the spring breaks uh, for up north are still predominantly staying in the month of March. Right. So if you're having a bunch of games before people are even on spring break, that makes, you know, those are potential clients that aren't going. You're losing a week of people being here wanting to come to consume that. And you look at Polk County spring break, which is going on right now, the Tigers got one home game during that spring break. Yeah. Now, you talk about, you know, uh, locals being somewhat in that number and then the percentages of people from out of county or whatever. Right. But it takes the, the sum of the whole, you know, the, everything coming Everybody together. Everybody counts the same, right? Everybody counts the same. So I think there's little things like that that might throw it off. Uh, I, I certainly don't um, 
I don't think that spring training is in any kind of jeopardy of, no. of losing uh, people and it's an empty an empty stadium. And uh, maybe it makes those relationships we have with the Tigers uh, even more valuable of the fact that we are in Comerica for a second straight year of year-round promotions and things like that. Um, and let's be honest, I, I think the Detroit media has re- uh, reported on this as well. It's a transition time period for the Tigers right now. Right. So, um, you know... Congratulations to Justin Verlander, but he won a World Series with another team last year. <laughs> and it was very strange for a lot of us who have been involved with the team for a very long time to right, see to that. See that yeah. Great for Justin. Um, but I think transition. So I think there's so many factors that maybe go right. into that. And I have a sneaky suspicion. This is just a gut feeling that the numbers come back pretty strong. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you kind of look at everything cyclical. And, I mean, when things go down, they'll inevitably come back up. And, you know, yeah, I'm sure once, you know – it, whether it's somebody on the team now like Jamer Candelario, who's only a rookie, you know, whether it's someone like that or someone they have in five years, you know, when they have another Justin Verlander, people will come, even if it's every fifth day, just for the explicit you know, reason to watch that guy play. And, you know. Oh, we've been spoiled. And I include us and in, in, uh, yes. fans of the Tigers because you look at the last decade. They've been in contention. They went as to what a as couple as couple World Series, and absolutely. So um, I think when the Florida Sports Foundation numbers come back, as I just said a moment ago, I think uh, they're going to be really, really solid. And uh, you know that economic impact is so vitally important for our community uh, and and what we're doing here. Uh, it just boy, can you think of? Can you imagine? I don't even want to. I kind of shudder to even think about what it would be like without the Tigers. It would be bleak. <laughs> it, it wouldn't. It it. You know, just really, really blessed to have them in Polk County. Yeah, and that's that's what we'll end it on there. Um, so Neil, thanks for checking in with us and coming on. It was a it was a good conversation. I think we touched on pretty much everything I wanted to to, to hit. You know, really, we got the 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 Rust Mat, the Grapefruit League, the Tigers, everything, and it was. I think hopefully somebody walks away from this and says, "I learned something today." Well, I certainly appreciate it. Unfortunately, the Tigers game got canceled for That's true. They uh, aren't for even... today. So tomorrow they're going to be uh, they're going to be playing their opening yes. game there at Comerica Park. But uh, go Tigers! Awesome. All right. Well, hey, I'm Brady. Uh, we're here at the Ledger. Uh, thanks for checking in with us. Have a great day.